We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On this episode of Drinks with Binks, we're gearing up for the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay by churning out content from my studio apartment where I never leave. But the silver lining is I get to chat with one of my friends and NFL Network's analytics expert, Cynthia Freeland, about what the numbers say on who will win the Super Bowl, why the Lions trade is no bueno, and which stock we should all invest in next. We're sipping on margaritas, bringing the beach to us. This is Drinks with Binks. Hey guys, welcome on into Drinks with Binks. I'm Julie Stewart Binks, and we are just days away from the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, a place that this show probably would have been broadcasting from. And by probably, I mean, of course. Do you see that telly over there? How do you think we got that? Uh, but we're not there because of the pandemic. We're doing everything from home. But when you are at Super Bowl, there's so many interviews, there's the opportunity for so many failed bits, as well as parties. And this guest that we have on today, the last time I saw her was at one of these Super Bowl parties. Now she has nothing to do with parties, but everything to do with football. And that is none other than NFL data scientist and analytics expert, Cynthia Freeland. Thank you, Cynthia, so much for joining us here today. How are you doing? What is going on in your life? I know you're not in Tampa, but we still have maybe a, a beach mentality. Yes, I'm, I'm, I mean, I do live at the beach. I live where you used to live. Unfortunately, you're not still here. Otherwise, we could do this somehow socially distanced. But I am on the beach, just a different beach. I would love to be in Tampa Bay. But alas, next year when the Super Bowl is here in L.A., you can come and we'll go do lots of fun partying. You can do the bits. I'm not, I don't even pretend to even get close to being funny. So I'll watch your bits. It'll be great. It'll be awesome. Well, my bits aren't funny either, so we have that in common. But we are going to be drinking uh, and toasting to something today. What are we? What are we drinking today? So I'm going with the Marg. See, this one, it's a it's an interesting color. I try to do like the support local businesses stuff. So this is. Do you remember Playa Provisions? It was a great yeah, restaurant out here. Yeah, of course. They do like these ones in a can, and they're so good. I I don't know what makes it this lovely color, but it is like the best Marg you can get. I love that. I used, to, I used to bike to Playa Provisions and get drunk and try to bike home, which is not, I do not recommend. This <laughs> is from somewhere delivery service, but it is a margarita. So cheers. And what are we toasting to today, Cynthia? You know, I think good friends and Super Bowl week, you know? Two of the best. All right. Bottoms up. We made it. And why am I holding it this way? Because this weird lime is in the way? <laughs> mm. I'm gonna that is nice. Oh gosh, you really can't beat a margarita. 
once it hits your lips. But let's get into some great stuff, which is your career. Uh, you have such an interesting, fascinating career because uh, I've known you and known you through friends, and I, I had no idea sort of like the, the iceberg of what was underneath the sort of your background within finance and analytics and business development. And now, of course, being on NFL Network, your, your rise to where you are right now is so different from anyone else in the industry. How did you sort of get here and what are sort of the tools and maybe the things that you have brought along the way with you that you find that you can look at the game in a different way? I think like failing a lot got me here, like just failing over here, that like it's a roadblock, like just go over here. So I was a banker and I was like a decent banker, but I was kind of bored. And so then I went back to business school and I cold emailed the then CFO of the NFL at the time and asked for a job and I was lucky enough to get that job. So that kind of changed the, the trajectory of everything. So I was a little brave, right? I went out mm -hmm. and, and, I, and I asked him for a job. And so then I, I got to the NFL, I didn't know what, what I was doing at all. Like I wasn't sure what financial financial strategy was, I knew what finance was, I, I thought I could figure it out. So I got a chance to work with the competition committee on like what's the best configuration for the NFL? Is it 16 games and four preseason games? How do they make the most money? So I got a chance to sit down with coaches and I got and Hall of Fame like players that make the rules, the competition committee. And what I found out is you sit in dark rooms, you watch a lot of film of football, you get to eat as many snacks as you want. There's a ton of swearing. These are all really appealing things to me. <laughs> yeah. So I was drawn in to like this snack passionate storytelling, you know, like like totally not a normal desk job situation. And that kind of flipped the trajectory. So I thought it would go into like valuing things like use my banker skills, but value maybe maybe going to cap stuff like like for for a team. And and then I I didn't know. And then so what I found out was and it's an interesting like turn of events. Like I was actually good at like modeling, like making models for like financial models for how to like make the most money for a game and by looking at players performance on the field so if you have a good quarterback and he doesn't get hurt you win games more often we all know that intrinsically so it's really important to like figure out which quarterback you should draft or which free agent quarterback you should acquire look at Matthew Stafford Jared Goff how much should you pay them so that you can pay the other 53 people on your team right creating those things really allowed me to kind of you know be a little different and because I came from banking and not pure stats I went fast because other people didn't go fast. A lot of pure stats people, they take forever and ever. And I was like, ah, oh, we need to act like an action item right now. So then when I was finishing my MBA, I focused on like how to use the banker thing to value things that weren't normal banking things like investments. And then I added uh, data science to it because if I could code just well enough, I could hack it and it could go really fast. So I, it was nothing like, I'm not good at any of them. I'm just fast. <laughs> I just like do, I'm a, enough of a hacker to like go fast. And then that kind of led me down a path of, you know, a couple of other jobs to end up at ESPN and, you know, ESPN was doing at the, at the same time, like tech, big data and, and analytics were all in one thing. That's unimaginable right now, but at that time it was. And then they kind of split off and DraftKings came and, and Paul D. Podesta got hired by the Browns and nobody knew what money ball for football would be like. And poof, I got a chance. And, you know, I just, that's kind of, that's kind of how we got here. <laughs> Well, I mean, the fact that you can do anything with numbers probably outweighs most of anybody else that you work with. Uh, math is, is definitely not my strong suit. So the fact that you can do it fast and then do it, it's like, okay, well, we need this person. So that's like a huge advantage that you have in this point right now. And I find it interesting, you know, you mentioned the numbers and Stafford and how do we 
I'm like I'm like that gif of that woman with the numbers as you're talking about your career just going by. <laughs> but the the fact that this does lend itself so well to gambling. So have you 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 know you mentioned DraftKings. Like in what way then have you really I guess thrived at sort of the gambling side of the game? So all it's all interconnected, right? So the the good part is is when you write a when you write code model all that, it's all probabilities so you start to be unbiased the same things that are good for helping players pick or coaches pick players or teams pick players is you you kind of know like like I'm five foot six I'm never dunking a basketball some things are physically impossible the probabilities of other things are lower or higher depending on a, a certain set of subsets of information right so mm. the, the the whole thing the same thing that a like a sports book uses to create create a line for a game it's actually all interconnected it's the same thing that you use to you know figure out if a player is going to be good or bad or whatever they're all the same things there it's just how you look at it and what you use it for so the NFL we don't formally recognize gambling don't know what right. that means not yet maybe someday yeah but but at the end of the day you can use it all the same way Right, so it's probabilities, this word that you use, probabilities, um, mm -hmm. is that <laughs> you tweeted about the Lions, it, this this deal, the Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford picks, blah, 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 this stuff, not being good for the Lions. You just mentioned that uh, analytics numbers, all that jazz is objective. Why is it bad for the Lions? In my opinion, well, I will, full disclosure, I am a Lions fan. There's a picture of Barry Sanders right here. Um, so you, it's like you must suffer if you're a Detroit fan. That's like par for the course. But the, uh, the, the reason it's bad, there's two reasons it's bad. Number one, Jared Goff's contract comes with a bunch of constraints that make it really hard to navigate the rest of your cap. When you have legitimately 50 to 53 uh, problems on your team to solve, like why are you adding something that's so hard to overcome? Like the, that number, this year the cap will not be going up the way we've seen it go up every single year prior. So you're adding like a very complicated cap situation to something that it's already going to be very complicated. There's a new head coach, a new GM, a new system, a new owner. You know, it, it, you know, Sheila Ford passed it down to her daughter. Or Martha Ford, Fire, Firestone Ford passed it down to her daughter, Sheila. It, it, it's happened in the past year. So it's like every variable imaginable. Then you add this really tricky, expensive contract. And by the way, this is going to be the worst season ever in terms of draft picks hitting because we don't know anything about these players. We barely had a college season. We had an odd situation coming up for the combine and measuring any players. Like, are you, if, if let's say at best a draft pick is 40%, teams hit 40% of the time on draft picks, like this season, that number could be considerably lower. So you don't really want, like, why are you adding so many levels of confusion to something when your brand new team with a coach talks about biting kneecaps and like crazy stuff? Like, why yeah. are you adding, why are you like, let's make it as hard as possible, shake it up a little bit and poof, let's go even more. Right. It, it doesn't seem like he's much of a numbers guy if, yeah, if biting kneecaps is sort of the strategy at this point. Who knows? Maybe it might work. Um, don't <laughs> think so. Actually, it could work. Okay, well, we want to get a bit smarter with Cynthia, but we got to take a quick break on Drinks with Banks. Don't go anywhere. We are sipping on some margaritas. We'll be back after this.
Welcome back to Drinks with Binks. I'm Julie Stewart-Binks. I'm so thrilled to be able to be joined by NFL data scientist Cynthia Freeland from L.A. And we were just discussing the NFL Combine being uh, a bit precarious this season because it is not in person and so many things are going to be affected by it. But I want to, before I get into some other wonderful things you've done with your career, what's one stat that you think has been most significantly affected by the pandemic? I think that in the beginning of the season, the ability for defenses to be effective, like you saw the the teams who have been playing together, the continuity, like that was a huge difference maker. Like the Steelers defense who had a lot of the same players returning, they had a huge advantage, especially early in the season, because they were, you know, defenses have to react to what they're seeing on offense. And the teams with more continuity this season, like the Chiefs had tons of continuity. They were actually coming out of the gate a lot better than the other teams that didn't, right? It's, it's pretty surprising that we actually have Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. because they didn't have that right off the bat. However, you do have Tom Brady with Rob Gronkowski, which is a lot of continuity. And then the defense, that Todd Bowles defense, they do have a lot of the same players, especially on their defensive front, that are coming back. So, you know, it's, it's that came back from last season. So I think the pandemic really favors teams that have played together before. They had a nice jump to a good start early, and that really helps solidify kind of who made the playoffs. Right, and teams that know how to manage the game on fourth down, too. That would probably help them at this point. Okay, let's get into the good stuff. I'm going to toast to you and what you have done for women in sports and tech. And last year, you held uh, like a, a draft, 32 different women from all different networks uh, around the league. And it was really inspiring, but also very necessary. And I'm just curious, you know, how do we get something like this to become regular programming? You know, that's a great question. I think part of it is, I think maybe had the pandemic not happened, we would be a little closer to be doing something like that. I think we're, we're going to try to do it this year. And so I'm going to put you on the spot right now and tell you that, you know, if, if we do this, you're on. So I'm not asking. I'm, I'm Cannot wait. Tell you. I will be up there with the kneecap biting in terms of who I am picking for my <laughs> team. So that will be a lot of fun. Um, Perfect. But, I but think yeah, it's, it's keep going. The answer is keep going. And we did it last year without any sponsors. Like that actually was put on by like we did it. Like me and a couple of people mm-hmm. did it. So the um it was it was tricky and everyone was so generous with their time. But this year it's about planning and keeping going forward and we did it on Twitch, which was a different platform than some people are used to, which was which was great. Like making use of these alternative platforms in order to distribute content was really awesome. And you saw more go on, on Twitch on you know during the, during the regular season because it's owned by Amazon, so they have some rights, which is great. But at the at the end of the day it's like you just gotta keep going and finding people like you who are crushing it to like really partner with to yeah. She's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah no, to, to truly. No, yes, yeah, like, so I should have know. done that instead of looking at, oh, is somebody else around here that you, you want to do that? <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah. you've done a great job with that. And I mean, you've been a part of two and more than two, but very male dominated industries. And we had a woman, Megan Shika, on this show. She owns a company, Stathletes. She's a hockey analytics expert. We discussed like when she first walked into a room talking with an NFL, or excuse me, NHL team they had preconceived notions about her or, or laughed at the idea of her coming in to present for the team. I'm curious, in what way have you found your presence around teams or, or presenting numbers or ideas to be similar or different from something like that? Yeah, so the good news for me in this was I got a chance to meet 
many of the coaches because the NFL doesn't change very often. If you look, it's like they shuffle the deck and they just go to a different team, right? Mm -hmm. So I got a chance to meet many of the coaches when I was still working in the league office. So whatever they thought of me then, it's they're kind of like, oh, our little girl is now all grown up. Like so, I kind of turned into a little more of that, which is a it's a a, a different problem, right? Like so, yeah. the the interesting part was to navigate using it to my advantage, right? Like a man doesn't when a man goes to present something like I don't you don't know where the safety was supposed to go, and either does anyone who didn't call the play like you, you it's not it's an outsider thing not an insider thing right so mm -hmm. I think trying to find those angles where you actually had an advantage like using it to your advantage be like play 64 like what happened here oh the linebacker bad car oh, got it okay like asking the question and getting smarter with that has been helpful for me you can imagine I mean you walk into a room it's the same thing right like they think you don't know football they think you don't know math they think you're like gonna kind of make them laugh or for well you actually might like they no, I wouldn't they don't ex they yeah, don't expect I me to make be, them laugh. I would have to laugh I would have to make them laugh and I wouldn't so yes but continue <laughs> but at the end of the day it's like you know you you try to you try to just stay with it and use your opportunities it's funny because and I'm sure you've experienced this like I feel often like I have to come with like be twice as good and and half as many expectations of what to expect you know from any of it and also roll with it when some inevitably weird stuff happens right you just kind of kind of Keep going. <laughs> yes, improv for sure. I know you just come ready for battle. Like, okay, I know all these dudes here think I don't know anything. Like, I already know that. That's already now something I'm carrying with me. But I'm going to try to use it to make sure that I'm better than mm -hmm. all of those dudes. Because guess what? Time's up, bitches. Um, and time <laughs> is up on the segment. So we have to take a quick break here on Drinks with Binks. We are sipping on Margs with the NFL Network. Cynthia Freeland, don't go anywhere. Hey guys, welcome back to Drinks with Banks. We've got Cynthia Freeland, NFL data scientist. I like saying that's with a, a margarita in my hand because we are drinking and banking and about to play a game called What's Your Position? Let me take a sip of my drink first. Mm. Short or long. We're all obsessed with the stock market these days and Cynthia knows it. She's also a badass in finance analysis and football so I'm gonna say a statement and she is either going to short it she does not believe in it nope 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 or she believes in it and is going to t make it long she's gonna say I'm long on it she's she's the finest person definitely not me okay Patrick Mahomes throws over four touchdowns in the Super Bowl Okay, so I'm short on this one, and not because I don't think he's going to be great in the Super Bowl, but remember, he's missing his left tackle, so they're going to need to run the ball a little bit more. This just means he's not going to have four passing touchdowns. This doesn't mean they aren't going to score four touchdowns. I just think some of them are going to happen on the ground. Ooh, okay, we will watch for that as what about Tom Brady? He's 7-0, averaging 313.3 pass yards since losing to Mahomes in the regular season. Short or long on Brady having over 300 yards passing? Okay, so I think that I'm, I'm pretty close on this one, so I'm going to go with long because I like fun. I also have a really close game projected in this one, which means Tom Brady's going to have to be throwing late in the game because game script would dictate more passing yards for the 43-year-old. 
Ooh, okay, I love that close game, which then also gives me the answer to the next question I have. Kansas City Chiefs will win the Super Bowl by more than 14 points. Short or long oh, on that? Oh, gosh. I'm way short on that one. I'm like 13 points short on that one. I think it's going to be like a one to two point game for the winner to win. Bye. Wow. Okay. And because you're objective, you don't know who the winner would be yet. Cause... Oh, no. I just didn't know if that was going to be the next question. I didn't want to ruin your short or long. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, the next question here is who will win the Super Bowl? Uh, or the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs will win the Super Bowl? I'm going to go long on that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I like if that you're answer. asking me if Kansas City is going to win the Super Bowl by more than like four points, I'd go short on that one. So, you okay. Know, I love cheers, this. It's going to be exciting. Okay, Matthew Stafford leads the Rams to the NFC Championship next year. Short. <laughs> they Unfortunately, now they have to pay other people. Their cap is still a little messy. So it's not that I don't think they're going to be good. I think they'll make the playoffs. I just, NFC Championship game, that's a lofty goal. It is. And uh, especially when you give up so many draft picks, you have to do something now or forever hold your peace. Deshaun Watson will be a Texan next season like capital letters like big bold short 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 uh so where where does deshaun watson objectively end up end up realistically i think it's between washington vegas and miami and i would love to see him as a dolphin you would but then are you now giving up on tua and and fitz magic too is obviously just trade them no trade them i, I think Tua like I think two is great. I'm just saying, like, you get a chance to get a Deshaun Watson when you're Brian Flores, who, you know, the second year they kind of overachieved this season based on this whole rebuild that they were going to do, right? So you kind of get it. Not, you go get Deshaun Watson. Your O-line is garbage. He doesn't need a good O-line. He needs just better than what he's got in terms of receivers. So let's go with that. Upgrade the defensive front just a little bit because you've got great corners, and now the Dolphins are cooking with gas, and the Patriots are still going to be bad. So let's go. Why not? Yep, but the Bills will be there. So I yeah, mean, but two, we got three teams that make the wild card. There's three wild card teams. And that uh, that's numbers for you right there, folks. One <laughs> last one, most importantly, is Cynthia Freeland will be an NFL general manager someday. Let's go with. Let's short that and say president because team presidents don't get fired as often, Julie. And I'm smarter than to be to be fired in like three, four years. I want to stay around for like a decade and just like, you know, not not get fired. <laughs> okay, so long on Cynthia Freeland uh, being the president and owner. Let's throw that in there and sweet. Done. Pot. Long. Okay, great. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Right, you got to come been, work for me then. Yes, this has been a lot of fun. Absolutely no insight on where you should put your money, but that doesn't matter because it doesn't It doesn't really matter. Any day is a different day in the stock market, but for the Super Bowl, you know what you heard. Numbers never lie, which is probably going to have to be taken out as I just, that is copyrighted. All right, that's, uh, we'll be back with a whole lot more on Drake. So thanks with Cynthia Fraley. Don't go anywhere. What's up, everybody? It's the Cooligans. Hello, I'm Christian. I'm Alexis. Okay, we are two stand-up comedians, and we host uh, the funniest soccer show you've ever seen. That's right. We love talking about soccer. We're wild. We're silly. We have no idea what we're doing, but it's a fun ride. And we're on Fubo every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. That's right. Fubo Sports Network. Do it.
Guys, we've had an awesome time drinking and binking here with Cynthia Freeland. And before we let her get going, because we were just talking about stocks, where is the the place that we should be putting our money, allegedly, if we want to win big? I mean, I'm like all about the crypto life. So you could look at Bitcoin. You could look at Ethereum. These are things I'm all I'm all in on that. I think like we've seen that like the revolution has begun, right? Why not go beyond what's next? And I think what's next is probably in the crypto world. So that's where I'm looking pretty hard right now. It just sounds cool, crypto world. Okay, but Cynthia, uh, we got the Super Bowl this week. Where can we find all of your stuff? And where where are you next? NFL Network, just Game Day View is a fun show with like Hawk and Greg Rosenthal. We have a ton of fun on that one. Game Day Morning, we have an eight and a half hour show ahead of the game. I get to be a hologram on the field, which is what? pretty neat. Yeah, like me and Tupac. Like that's the only time I've ever been cool. What? Yeah, I'm pretty psyched about this. Wait, you and Tupac together or you and Tupac are both? Just like in general, he's been a hologram, you know. Okay, he's been a hologram before. You guys aren't, right, like aren't I'm, hosting I'm, together. I'm okay. standing on the shoulders of a lot of holograms that have come before yes. me. So, you know, like I just really like the Tupac ones that were really meaningful. So <laughs> hologram on Sunday. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Cynthia, <laughs> for joining us here today. You guys can follow her at Instagram, Cynthia Freeland, Twitter, C Freeland. It's very tricky. You know her. You know where to find her. You know where to find us on YouTube at Fubo Sports. Until next time, guys, bottoms up, bitches. Looking for a chill conversation over drinks with some of your favorite athletes, journalists, and celebrity sports fans? Well, you're in luck. Join me, Julie Stewart-Binks, on my show, Drinks with Binks, where we sit down with everyone from Stanley Cup winning head coach John Cooper to MLS commissioner Don Garber, legendary sports broadcaster Dan Patrick, and actor Colin Hanks. Listen to Drinks with Binks on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Kate Nolan. I'm Grant Wall. I'm Boog Shambi. And I had way too many Drinks with Binks. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.